This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here like we are every single uh, Sunday and or Monday or whichever day that you prefer to uh, to watch this. We stream live on Sundays. We have a podcast you can just, just eat up anytime you want. Got on YouTube as well. Uh, check out our playlists and everything that's going on there. Uh, but yeah, we're here every Sunday giving you gaming news. Uh, and Monday morning if you're on YouTube or podcast. We love you guys. Uh, podcast listeners especially love you. You guys are being real strong lately. So tweet to us at Tweeot and uh, we'll talk to you about the gaming news. Tell us how we're doing and what you'd like to hear more about. Um, Less Patrick, more Kevin. Eh. That's that's what I suspect the feedback will be. Might be that. Might be that. Definitely not this week. We'll this see. week, Patrick's on, on point. So we're going to go ahead and start, like we do every week, with the uh, backwards compatible games that have been uh, brought out as Xbox One games now, which we love that. So we have Hitman Absolution. Not 100% sure which one this is, because I, I know I know Blood Money is yeah. supposed to be real good. This one's okay. Absolution is the one that, that was like a little bit more action-y, I it's, think. It's a little bit more action-y. It's a little bit, it's not, uh, it's a little bit more forgiving, I should say, uh, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to kills and everything. Uh, so if it's a game you like, awesome, and if it's not, you can check it out. Exactly. They're usually pretty cheap, um, you know, if you get them used or you get it digitally. Usually ends up being pretty cheap, so it continues yeah. that life cycle of the seventh gen. And, and it also and it also maintains uh, it, it keeps these games active because there there are games that have almost literally been lost where they have to, to go back and find them, or Nintendo has to download them off a website. Yeah, so that segues into stories. <laughs> yeah. uh, so speaking of Nintendo, yeah, um, this this week uh, they they sent out the the press ones so they've had a chance to get around with the ui and stuff um i haven't seen them do any let's plays or everything anything i'm guessing those are embargoed so they're only allowed to talk about certain things but yeah there was a a reddit user who said hey i guess they shipped it to me early or something and here's some examples of how the switch ui looks and uh then we had breaking news this morning that um that apparently that was actually stolen Yes. Not, uh, not so much. But I mean, we we have had situations, particularly yeah. Amazon in Europe seems to do this a lot. But that that is not what happened this time. We believe. We yeah, we believe that this is more than likely uh, someone who stole this from uh, a warehouse facility or something of that nature. They haven't they haven't been um, forthcoming with that, which. I'm okay with because they don't want more people to realize how you can get your hands on these. It's cool yeah. to see this. It's really sad that uh, we're now seeing the, that we're seeing this UI and everything um, two weeks prior to the launch, and it's there, coming there from a stolen. So many questions. There's so many questions about the Switch. <laughs> I'm still really excited about the Switch, but uh, it, it is kind of disheartening to get this information from someone who stole it, as opposed to uh, from to Nintendo them, themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, I mean I I can't wait to get to get the Switch, but it bothers me that there are certain questions that we have. My biggest question is, we know. We're getting virtual console stuff. We know we are because we get it every month if you're a paid member of the Nintendo, right. whatever they're going to so call it. So we, we know that there are going to be Nintendo, Super Nintendo yeah. games. Yeah. But, but how is this going to work? Do they carry over? Do I get the, Nintendo actually, 64? We, we do have a bit of news on that front. And I, okay, Nintendo has been very sparse with the information that they've been giving us. This is something that should have been they, they should have been yelling this. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's the fact that they are no longer tying Nintendo account purchases to a single unit. Yeah. Which is one of the things, if, if you've been following our show for a while, you know this is one of the things that I have been begging them to do and telling them, if you do this, that interests me. Yeah. This one element in, increases substantially my willingness to buy the console. Yeah. 
this should have been this should have been the one-two punch uh, when they opened up the the Nintendo Switch press conference that they mm -hmm. did in January. This should have been one-two punch when they said Nintendo has always been blah 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 region. We're going to go region locked and this region free. We're in re yeah. region because we're going to go region free, unlocked. Yeah, we're yeah. region free, and it's no longer to be tied to to your system. If I make a purchase, if I have, and here's the other thing that I would like I would like more um, uh, transparency on. PlayStation has a limit to how many consoles you can have tied to your account. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is fine. Yeah. Let's say I have two Nintendo Switches. I don't, but let's just say I did. <laughs> yeah. And I have, you know, one that I take with me all the time, one that Whitney takes with her, wh whatever it is. Just right. like 3DS, right? Yeah. Uh, we have we each have a 3DS. I think uh, that's more more families have multiple 3DSs or DSs. Absolutely. I have to buy Legend of Zelda for my game if I buy it digitally, if I buy it for my console, and then I have to buy it for her console. Or yeah. I buy it physical and we and we trade back Swap and forth. Back forth. Yeah. But it should be Which, tied to our console. Well the other thing our, the other yeah. thing about that is that when you buy a physical copy, Nintendo, the developer, actually yeah. gets less money. Yes. So I mean they, they probably get more from two copies sold, but it's going to be a lot easier for families to share a physical yeah. copy, and that, that, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But this is this is good news yeah. that was noticed in a screenshot of something that they put out. Yeah. So they're, they shouldn't be hiding this news. Yep. They're not hiding this news, mm -hmm. but they're not promoting it like they should. This is good news mm -hmm. for us, for you, yeah. and they should... They should be talking about it. Yeah, I think um, it's it's sad that Nintendo doesn't. I, again, I keep saying this over and over. Nintendo does not understand um, marketing and, and and any of this, and it bothers me because uh, this is a, this is a console that needs to save them. Yeah, and we're, you're going to have the hardcore Nintendo fans buy it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have hardcore gamers buy it. Uh, hardcore, so I should say, hardcore hardcore console collectors buy it. Yeah, but you need to get. A lot of people behind this, and they need more. Um, they should need more transparency about it. Um, on on that note, we know that there are people there who do understand marketing, who do understand the the appeal of yeah. being able to, to talk to this. Uh, this week, IGN had a and fairly extensive, probably about a 30, 40 minute interview with uh, Bill Tremon, and it wasn't like a one on one question interview. Bill's it was great. it was. Uh, uh, Brian and Jose and Pear, who we respect tremendously, Pear Schneider from IGN, yeah. and then Bill, and they were just sitting around talking about the Nintendo. They they were asking some questions, they were discussing things, they were talking about, um, like Bill came forward on some of the questions, and he was like, "Yeah, I wish we could have handled that better." Yeah, that type of honesty gets you a long way in our community. It really does because honesty is something that we that we value highly, mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Other things. And other things, yeah. Uh, and speaking of other things, uh, and the Switch and everything, Splatoon... I had a better segue than that. It was going to be other things we value highly include opportunities to try things for free. Definitely. Which, uh, Splatoon is going to have a limited demo March 24th to the 26th. There's going to be uh, three time slots per day so that they can get in different zones and stuff like that. Um, for an hour apiece. Yep. <sighs> okay, so... I want to try, I, and, and uh, Nintendo, I am, uh, an, I'm going to be an early adopter. I've pre-ordered my Switch. I'm picking it up day of. I've mm -hmm. taken the day off work, okay? Yeah. So if anybody, if you want to get anybody excited about it, you want to get me excited about it. You want to get people like me excited about it. You want those early adopters excited about it. By the way, I wish they would have an early adoption type of program like they did with the 3DS. Well, they do. After it flops initially, they have to drop the price, and then they'll give you free stuff. Okay, but other than that, <laughs> I wish they would have something that kind of pushes other than the free multi-online stuff. But uh, if you're giving me time to play Splatoon, mm -hmm. don't give me an hour and that's it. That means if I want to hit this, I've got to do, uh, and if you look at the time slots on it, it's 12 to 12.59 p.m. Pacific. That's 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. So at 2 p.m., I need to be ready at, on Saturday mm -hmm. to play this. Yeah. Or Sunday, maybe. Um, you need it's, to give me just the whole weekend. Give me the whole weekend to play it. I don't understand why you didn't do that. It's it's a stress test. There's there's You actually know more about stress tests and server tests and all that kind of thing. Um, 
This is worse this for a is... stress test. This is going to be a log on stress test. Yeah. You're going to you're going to In... tick off everyone because they're going to they you could get locked out of that stress test. You could be will be. Yeah. People absolutely will be locked out of this because of the crunch yeah. because people who when you have this limited of a time window everyone in quotes is going to log in at the very beginning or in the first yes. five minutes, and if they can't log in in those first five minutes, they're out. Or they do this. Yeah. And you know what? Just That's really bad for the server. F5 refresh. It's yeah. not going to be F5. But... It's not going to be F5. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the idea is that this is going to be an even more tremendous stress on the servers, and probably not indicative of the final product, nor is it going to be particularly... Uh, comparable to what their servers will actually be under yeah so this this limited demo is we like the limited demo not a fan of the way it's being rolled out this is um I, i'm getting these flashbacks to the diablo 3 launch mm. and the error that i experienced and many other people experienced during that uh that completely locked you out of being able to play the game if you wanted to play, I don't know, within the first couple hours of the game being out, uh, for me it was even the later on during the day. So if you want, and all this does is test in a scenario if everyone logged in all at the same time. The problem is because you've only given uh, these small time slots that people are going to be knocked out for quite a while, which either means they quit or they play for 15 minutes and they go, oh man, my time's up now. And yep. if they said you can get in during this time and then you have X amount of hours to play, that'd be great. That's a better way to do it. Um, the better way to do it would be to say, let's do it at noon on uh, on Saturday. If you want, to, if you really want to test, stress test, login like that and test that many uh, authentication, that much authentication, what you need to do is you need to do it at a time where everyone's gonna be available. Mm -hmm. So 12 o'clock Pacific is fine because it's two o'clock central. Uh, do it at 12 uh, on a Saturday and then let it run until Sunday midnight. Yeah. And then for Japan, you let them have it early because that's fine. Everyone's going to be fine with that. You let Japan have it Friday at 6 p.m. their time, right? Yeah. You get everyone on there so because that's when they, they game hardcore in Japan. After work, Friday, throughout the weekend. That's why games release on Fridays there. So you, you let it loose then, and then you let it roll. That yeah. way people get to experience it because... The whole point of this is to get it in people's hands so that way they can buy it. Splatoon is a big thing. Um, in fact, I was watching people um, uh, who were doing the, Ninten the Nintendo Switch, uh, what do you want to call it, the, the, the demo weeks or demo days that they've been kind of rolling oh, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And they, when they the interviewed... Nintendo Tour. Nintendo Tour. When they interviewed people in, in Japan, the number one thing that people were saying, other than Zelda, we all know about Zelda, other than Zelda... Every single person was saying, "I can't wait to play Splatoon." Mm -hmm. I can't wait to play Splatoon. Too. And it's it's it was it was kind of a surprise hit because it's Nintendo's take on a shooter. Yeah. That you can play with your kids. <laughs> you can, and that's that's exciting. It's fun and and it's exciting and it's great. And if you want your if you want your core people that love it to get on there, you need to give them more time. You yeah. want to give new people a chance to play it. You give them the whole weekend. Yeah. We had For Honor uh, recently had a whole hell weekend for the beta. Yeah. Neo, which got us both excited about Neo, which we already were, were excited yeah. about anyways. I mean, that's, that that's the me. reason. That's the reason that I bought Overwatch uh, last year. Yeah, they gave and, you a free weekend. Yeah, ended up ended up buying it because they just said, "Hey, for a weekend, try out our game. Yeah. And if you want to keep playing, you can buy it." I would not have bought an online first-person shooter. Oh. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing. And uh, while while we're on that note, mm -hmm. um, uh, the the latest black or not black ops. <laughs> The latest Call of Duty game is is up and running this weekend, and then next weekend, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is yeah. having an open beta from the 23rd to the 27th, so Thursday to Sunday. Um, and this this game, Ghost Recon is, I, I believe, yeah. Fact check me on this later, but I believe Ghost Recon is the is the one hit kill one, like where. If I'm not mistaken, it is. Um... Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a lot more about stealth, and I I do enjoy the crap out of that. That's my favorite way. I like to go through yeah. 
kill everybody, never be seen, and, yeah. and just keep moving like that. This is when I I've been waiting for this for for quite a while. It's been on my radar um, mm-hmm. to 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 try out because I really like um, I loved Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. and I really loved the the stealth and. Uh, combat of that game and I thought this is going to be really cool it kind of adds that um, that flavor yeah. with a little bit of the uh, uh, Rainbow Six that we that I played uh, recently as well mm-hmm. so it, it sounds it looks fun, it sounds fun and it's, it's a great way to, to kind of throw this out Yeah, um, and that's, that's on uh, PC, Xbox One, PS4 which I think is all the places it is. All so, the places that it is. So yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we, we like betas, but the the Splatoon one is is I'm not sure what they're trying to do here. But if it's any of like four things that they could possibly use it for, probably not going to work so well. I think they don't know what they're doing, honestly. Shocking. Yeah. So people who do know what they're doing mm-hmm. is uh, is Nether Realms working on uh, Swamp Thing. For Injustice Two, Heck as well yeah. as well as Cheetah and Catwoman, uh-huh. and those, uh, so like, with the with the DC Arsenal or the the uh, group of people that they rolled out initially for Injustice One, there were a couple that I didn't know as well. Like, for example, I, I didn't know that you know the God of War was sitting there in in Wonder Woman's. Like, I I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. But yeah, God of War is is totally a a DC character. And he's chilling in there, Injustice. God of War. Yeah, I'm. I'm I keep using God of War because I can't remember his name. The what? not Kratos, but the the God of War Greek myth- mythology. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, come Ares. I mean, well, that, Ares. Well, that's his oh, name. Yeah, well, yeah. Because... Ares. Ares is a playable character in Injustice, and I was like, I didn't know you were in this universe. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, in that universe, we have. Um, Excuse me while I get get this ready because I forgot to earlier. Uh, in that universe, I mean, Wonder Woman was Zeus's daughter, so mm-hmm. you've got that. I mean, from from the the get go, uh, you got that going for you. Uh, but I think that yeah, like you said, a lot of people don't realize that that's that that's going on. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited about um, I'm really excited about Swamp Thing. More than yeah. anything, Swamp Thing. Uh, Swamp Thing is cool. Swamp Thing has been uh, has been one of my favorites for for quite a while, and to see this guy uh, in action in this game is great because I think a lot of people don't understand Swamp Thing. Uh, Nobody or, understands Swamp Thing. That that's, <laughs> that's the, the majority point. of his arc. Well, I think that is the point of of his arc. Nobody understands Swamp Thing, and he, you know, his trying to understand himself and come to grips with what's happened to him and everything is a really cool part of, of his story. Yeah. But he's just immensely powerful and I love seeing, mm-hmm. you can see the, the multiple uh, images of him and you see him flip through, go through almost the Raiden-like um, you know, teleport because Swamp Thing... A little, can, bit, little bit of Raiden, a little bit of Scorpion. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And and I'm, I, I'm really excited about that because I love Swamp Thing and to see him on here is, is, just, is just great. There's a lot of heroes that I think that a lot of people have been excited about, mm-hmm. but this is one that I'm really excited about. Yeah, Cat Catwoman is mine because I, I love Selena Kyle. She's great. she is she is fantastic, yeah. and then Cheetah as well, which is one that I only know because of uh, Batman Three Beyond Gotham. Yeah. So yeah, so there's they're they're keep rolling out more characters, more obscure characters, and I'm excited about that because when I when I find a character in a medium like that, then I go off and explore them yes. and learn more about them, understand the world better, and, and I just want to play the Swamp Thing because he looks <laughs> stupid powerful, and if I could if I could master that, yeah, he, he could he could be the next Aquaman. If you, you have, wait and see, if you have not read the saga of Swamp Thing, it's the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing. Um, do yourself a favor and check that out. This is uh, this is when the creator of Swamp Thing and DC both said, uh, I think it was like a year and a half or two years into Swamp Thing being a thing, mm-hmm. and they said, you know what, it, this just really isn't doing it for us. Uh, the the creator wanted to leave and do something else, and it got in the hands of Alan Moore, and they thought it was just going to die there. And that man revitalized what Swamp Thing was, and uh, especially the there's a it sounds morbid, but there's an issue that's all an autopsy of, of Swamp Thing, and they're going through, like, 
what his what he is right what he's what he's made of he's going and because it's very introspective of him becoming this swamp thing that is he's not a man anymore he's more than that but he's less than that in yeah way. so it's coming to grips with that and then understanding how the ecosystem and everything works around that it's a really cool mythos yeah uh i mean that actually some of some of the the best storytelling and characters come out of that yeah i mean deadpool didn't start off as deadpool yeah but now he is, Deadpool, and it's hilarious. Deadpool was not as irreverent as he is now. Right, but it, it had a similar thing where they were like, oh, go off over here and die, and then he came back and killed what was everyone. The, what was the artist's name that, that did that? Because Lightfield created him, and it was all right, but mm-hmm. I can't remember the guy the guy that, um, that knocked it out of the park. He's the one that really made Deadpool just not only just insane, <laughs> but like, let's make this funny hilarious. and self-aware. yeah. And, and very self-aware, more self-aware than anything could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah. I I'm really uh, not to get away from video games, but um, so Hugh Jackman's finished with doing Wolverine after this new movie. He keeps they keep asking him, he keeps saying no, this is it. Yeah. So we have that going on. Uh, there have been rumblings of an X Force movie for quite a while, mm-hmm. which means they have to recast. Uh, Wolverine, yeah. and I've said this multiple times, you need to recast Wolverine, you need to have his first appearance be in that movie, you need to have the first time that you see him, Deadpool be in the scene, and him to look at everybody else and go, is any is anybody else seeing this? Are you just... <laughs> like, comment about yeah, his that, height. that'd be fun. When he's going off into battle and, like, attacking people, have Deadpool go, huh, it's not that the other guy did it. Continue to do that, and you're gonna have a hit on your hands. Yeah, yeah, and even even if the, even if that doesn't happen, that will absolutely be referenced in Deadpool too. Oh yeah, so yeah. that'll that'll be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, more more DC goodness uh, coming out of that studio, and uh, I'm I really enjoyed Injustice One. I think we got it as a free game at one point. We or did. Maybe I rented it. No, we got it free. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we got okay, we got we got it free. Do you know it's on Vita? No. Yeah, it was the number ten best selling Vita game uh, digital download last month. Does it... How's the frame rate? I mean... I don't know, but I bet it's awful. I'm just thinking, like, I love I love my Vita, but I... It's not... I mean, you're dealing with a portable console. Just like when we're talking about the Switch, we're dealing with what is a portable slash home docked yeah. console. Yeah. Um, I, had, I, had, I had a big fight last night with some people who were trying to say that because Chrono Trigger is now available on a phone, it's a mobile game. No. 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 That, that is a game Yeah. now on mobile. Yes. That's not a mobile game. A mobile game. game is Flappy Bird. Right. A mobile game is Angry Birds, obviously. Uh, that Those are those are Fire, mobile Fire Emblem Heroes. Super Fire Mario Emblem Runs. The, yes. G- games, that, games that came there first. Yes. Just like, uh, like uh, XCOM is a PC game Correct. that was then ported to other locations. Sure. That's fine. Sure. Anyway, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's a good chance I'll buy Injustice 2 because that... Those are fun, and you get to hold back to block, which is essential for me yes, buying. Yes, um, I'm I'm in a situation now where and I was texting you about this. This hashtag recently. too many games. Hashtag too many games. <laughs> Way too many games. Okay, so I'm playing Neo. Yep. We're really loving it. I am. I just finished the seventh mission. I think seventh proper mission. Right, right. Actual not story the, not mission. The not, I've yeah. been doing every submission. I missed two. Okay. One because I'm I'm not going to deal with that crap. And the other one because <laughs> because I was like maybe I'll get back. Maybe I'll be able to go back. I haven't been able to go back yet. So I don't know if at one point you can do that. Um, so I've been doing every submission, uh, which I think is a weird way to say that. I like to say side mission because when I say submission, I feel like I should be tied up or something. Um, I'm I'm not really good at knots. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm playing Neo, and I said quite a while, and you you called me on it. You're like, it's not going to happen. I said, I want to be done with Neo by the time Zelda comes out. And I, I, I now think you might. In order for me to do that, I need to beat a, I need to beat a story mission okay. every single day from here until the Switch comes out. I've got 12 really? more story missions. I, I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I have 12 more story missions. I'll have to, have to double check. I think okay, there are I th- 19 I thought, missions in total. I thought you were trying to tell me you were almost done. No. I thought you, okay, I thought you were saying you had seven left. No. Okay. No, so... So I don't listen when he talks. There are, uh, I believe, 19 missions in total. I'm going to okay. double check this. Uh, 
Yeah, 19 including the epilogue, and I've just finished seven. So I have 12 more missions before Nintendo Switch comes out. Yeah. Well, thankfully, it'll it'll probably get easier as you go. Oh yeah, so I'll, yeah, that's I'll be, that's how Souls games I'll be work. I'll be fine with that. Um, I've been tr I really was pressing um, th this past week to try to um, to try to really, and I've I've been making some really good uh, headway in it, but it's really not uh, not easy because yeah. now I have to grind cups and uh, so. Anyways, yeah. what what I'm what I'm getting at is I got that. We've got Zelda coming out. Uh, we have. Uh, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm, I think I'm probably going to be the one taking on Horizon Zero Dawn because that comes out right, like less than a week before the Switch, and so that's that's probably going to be on me. Um, so I'm going to do my best to, to work on that. I I'll think. let you do that. Whitney's. I'm, I am getting it. Yeah. I'm getting it to play it, but also because I, I know Whitney will enjoy it. Um, it looks so damn good. It, it looks great. So I got that, and then uh, the Switch comes out. Zelda, uh, Zelda's obviously the main thing on that, uh, and then Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass Effect Andromeda comes out. <laughs> I, so I'm gonna have to have to take not a break. I'm gonna have to slow down because these are the big games that I have to grab. Yeah, and I know so much just around the, the corner and the Gold on top, Plus, and, which yep. we've been dealing with. I had to stop playing Neo to to play the PlayStation Plus games that came out this week. Uh, this yeah. sorry, this month. Um, Way too many games coming out. But speaking of uh, way too many games, uh, Zelda, yeah, is going to have some DLC, right? Which, <sighs> sorry, this is from Game Informer. I grabbed this hopefully uh, to not get flagged by Nintendo, so uh, they can flag me if they want. Someone flag me, I don't care. Uh, it's the beginning of Zelda. <laughs> uh, so <sighs> I'm excited about Zelda. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel weird about having this having this DLC. It's it's also really weird. A, a really weird time to announce it. Yeah. Um, because we're we're still waiting on the console. This game has been in development for so long. Yeah. Um, during the interview with Bill Trennan that I referenced earlier, um, <clears throat> he said that that they they had made they had created the world. They had done all of this, and because they they had taken so long creating this world, this aesthetic. Yeah. It's actually. Um, part of the reason that they're they're looking into DLC is kind of because of the same reason that they use the same assets from Ocarina to Majora's Mask yeah. because they spent so long on the Ocarina world and and de developing and turning that into this this entirely new setting yeah. that they were like okay let's see what let's see what other story we can tell with this yeah. and so this is this is not this is not something where where it was cut. Yeah, that, that very rarely happens. The one, my one issue with mm -hmm. it is hard mode. If that is, if that is just a harder mode, that's something yeah. that's been a part of Zelda games and included with Zelda games. Yeah, since the beginning. Well, but if but if they choose to do something yeah. like Master Quest. Mm -hmm. That's if, what, if they're doing a Master Quest, yeah. and, and for those of you not familiar, Master Quest took the took the original game. You put in your name as Zelda, and it remixes it and changes the dungeons, and, and like it, it is a different game. The map itself is mirrored. Mm -hmm. All the dungeons are harder and different. Um, yeah, and that, that could be really cool as a way of new game plusing it. Do it that way. Yeah. Give me something really. And, and I I feel weird about it, but at the same time, as we're as we've been thinking about it, this and talking about this, the entire time I'm thinking, if Ocarina of Time had come out in an environment that had DLC, yeah, right. Ocarina of uh, sorry, uh, Majora's Mask mm -hmm. would have been a DLC pack. Would okay, then would it have been a DLC pack and much smaller? Yes. Okay. I mean, honestly, uh, or it, or we're talking like a thirty-dollar uh, piece of DLC, yeah. not a. I mean, it would be a decent-sized piece of DLC, but it wouldn't be. Um, I think that that environment it just makes sense. It's all the same assets. It came out so quickly after it. It yeah. That 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 would just make perfect sense for that to have been a piece of DLC. Yeah. So, what we're seeing here, like you said, this is not stuff that got cut from the game. This is additional right. this is, stories. This is them wanting them wanting to take all the work that they put into fleshing out and fully realizing the world that is you know and it worked really well for Majora's Mask it, so it so this could be the Majora's Mask to Ocarina 
of yeah. this of this console. There are there are some weird things about the DLC. First off, it's it's two pieces of DLC, and you can't buy them individually. It's it's just a twenty dollar deal, which honestly twenty is fine. Yeah. Um, the the other thing that I would like people to remember, because as always, when DLC, first off, developers and publishers don't announce DLC before your game is out. No, because that like okay, I, I we okay. Brief look into my personal life. Yeah. Courtney and I have a fair fighting contract, mm -hmm. and we have rules for for fighting and arguing. Okay. Rule number seven, my absolute favorite one, and yeah. the one of the most important one is don't use always and never as hyper hyperbole those are important because you can say i feel like this happens a lot yeah. but it, when you say always and never it puts never, the other person we're never going to do this you right. always do this yeah things like that okay like with that. with that in mind as that is that is now a part of the way that i use these words developers and publishers should never yeah. announce dlc before a game is out because until we see what's in the game, yeah. we're going to assume that it was cut from the from the content, unless you push it way later. I'll give you a little like slight caveat. If a if a developer says uh, we're excited about this game, da 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 da, da and we're we're really excited about future projects and future DLC uh, to, to to give you, but we really don't have a lot at this time. Mm -hmm. If you say that in those kind of that kind of feel. As opposed to wait till you get a get a load of the DLC. Yeah. If you tell me that, I'm going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. Why are you already? You should be finishing and polishing the well, game. Well, to, to be fair, Breath of the Wild should have been done a year ago. Okay, true. But and I <laughs> I think that I think Breath of the Wild, and this is the this is the 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 song of Nintendo for this year. Okay. Is delay it, so that way people can have it later. That's that's like their motto. Yeah. So they delayed Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild pretty much was completed. Yeah. They delayed it to get it to polish it and get it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Which I said before, I'm okay with them delaying it to get it polished, but they specifically did delay it because they wanted it to be a Switch title. Why? Yeah. Because now people are like, well, if I can play it on my Wii U or I can play it on the brand new hotness over here, but play it on some hotness. Yeah. But the the other thing is that it. Okay, if they. And, and I think we both believe this, that it could have been released on the Wii U already. Yeah. Meaning it should have been released on the Wii U already. Correct. And people who who are going to buy the Switch for Zelda, I, I would say you're not going to lose a whole lot on that. A lot of those people are still going to buy it. Honestly? But there were people who bought the Wii U yeah. to play Zelda yeah, because Owen, that's where you said it was going yeah, to be. Owen's going to be playing it day one on the Wii U. I know mm -hmm. you're, getting, you're getting it as well, right? I'm getting it on the Wii U uh, as well. So I think that the, the better way to do this, and it's not a Nintendo way to do it, but the hindsight way to do this would have been to release Zelda last March or so mm -hmm. on the Wii U. And Nintendo Switch has the new remastered use the to use the, game, the buzzword the, edition, the yeah. game of the year edition yeah that has because it could have been that has the dlc pack that are that if you buy this you're going to get a little thing yeah and you're going to get the the season pass and then at the same time if you're a wii u user wii u owner and you've been playing it congratulations uh we're going to give you that free piece here over yeah well it's like 20 well well, you're gonna you could have a crossover, but also if you want it on your Wii U, uh, the the first bit of DLC that comes with the Switch, uh -huh. we're just gonna give it to you on the Wii U. But you can buy a season pass if you'd like, and the season pass would get you the all the other extras on Switch. That way, both people can experience it. Okay, what if you bought you bought it on the Wii U, uh -huh. and then when the Switch releases, yeah. you can pay twenty dollars yeah. to get the the series season. I forget what they call it, like extended pass yeah. or something. Um, for twenty dollars, uh -huh. you can buy the you can get the extended pass mm -hmm. on the Wii U, yeah. or you can have the Switch version, which includes everything. So pay twenty bucks, and you get you get all that, and you get it on you get it on the Switch though. What well, one or the trade. other? So if you if you want the if you want the the extra stuff, you can have it on the Wii U, but you could pay twenty dollars for a remastered game with all this extra stuff. That is the perfect marketing strategy because to an average consumer, that's like, oh, I get everything and exactly. I get an upgrade. And what Nintendo's actually doing is you have to buy the new console to do that. Yeah, and that. 
the reason that I, the reason that I this say is this not is not complicated. I don't I don't have a no. This uh, this is the, the reason that I say this is Nintendo's Nintendo's like motto that they don't realize is their motto is uh, we have the. Breath of the Wild that should have been released last year could have been mm-hmm. released should have been released. We have uh, Arms, mm-hmm. which is pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, actually, I've heard Arms is actually finished. Okay. Mario is almost finished, mm-hmm. but they're going to delay it till holiday. Right. And they've said they didn't say they're purposely delaying it, but they said they're purposely delaying games. They said we want to make sure that it has a steady flow of first party and third party software. Yeah. And. In saying that, in response to us asking why are these games coming out later, you're you are inadvertently telling us, well, yeah, arms. There's is, nothing else. Their arms is done, but this is, this is all we have. Well, we what this is, and I've heard a lot of people say this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this is my idea. I'll give credit where credits due, even where I don't know where the credit should go. To the internet. To the internet. This is a soft launch of a console. Yeah. This is this is a soft launch. This is a quick. Uh, launch and a soft launch of the console this fall slash holiday mm-hmm. would have been when you'd have a proper launch when you have those um, so Wii U sorry uh, what is it Wii U launched with 14 games the PS4 launched with 17 you can double check me on these uh, so the Switch is launching with 10 it's a little bit less yeah but I will say I'm really happy and as opposed to what happened with the Wii U because people are saying oh it's making the same mistakes we're already seeing that that not only is it easy for developers, but mm-hmm. Nintendo wants those indie developers over there. Yeah. And to to do that and to say, hey, this is uh, Mc, uh, what's his name? McMillan was saying this is the easiest port he's ever done. Yeah. Was was do- and if you have a developer who says that, and then other people who are getting their hands on it, mm-hmm. this could be the new place for indie developers. And if yeah. Nintendo does it right, if Nintendo um, does not do the Steam method. If Nintendo says we're going to curate which games come on here. The Nintendo yeah. seal of approval that we all used to love back in the day. You got a Nintendo God, game that would you be knew. amazing. All you have that means Nintendo could could release easily could release five to ten indie games per month, mm-hmm. and every indie game that's on the shop is good. They could do this, and they could come back. And if they were smart, they could they could. Send it back, and all you have to do is you give a specific guidelines. It has to meet these guidelines. One of the guidelines be being polish and and um, and uh, production ready. However, whatever phrase they well, want to use. One of the I, I I did hear some pushback uh, this week when when with people talking about the the whole Steam Direct thing. They were they were saying, well, you know, what if the game, what if it's not your type of game, and so you don't like it? Yeah. Uh, this week we've we've talked about the fact that Patrick doesn't like racing games as much, I don't. because and especially since we get such a glut of them, but we're able to analyze them objectively. Mm-hmm. I don't like point and click puzzle games. I'm reviewing Anna this month for the for the Gold Plus Roundup. Anna is a good point and click adventure game. Yeah. I can tell that objectively. If you have 25 people on staff. Rotate them around a bit. Have them review two games a week. That's fifty. Yeah, yeah. And have them get out of that comfort zone. I know RPGs are kind of hard because you have to really pour into them, but but get them out of that comfort zone because if all the person does is review RPGs or all they do is re- if if they're the fighting game guy, yeah. right? Well, they're gonna they're gonna say, oh, it's good because they already like fighting games, and then they're gonna they're gonna say, here's some cons, but mostly here's some good stuff. Right. And and you you also need to have. Basically, what we're saying is that um, there are games that are objectively bad. Yes, they are. They are. They are not well thought out. They're buggy. They're whatever. Yeah. And and these games, you know, watching paint dry. Yeah. No one should have to pay for that. I don't know why anyone would pay for a game that's called watching paint dry. We should make but, that and put that on Steam and just see what happens. It's already on Steam. I'm pretty that's sure we could get it, but I'm pretty sure we could get it on there anyway. We, we, we could. Yeah, we could. We, we, we just changed the tense of the verb to watch paint dry. Watch paint dry. Well, and I will say one thing that is objectively good is Rocket League. But we haven't finished talking about... Uh, oh, but I already... No, I, I, I know. I know. You clicked it. But click. we didn't talk about the Switch shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they included in this DLC is a t-shirt for Link that has the Nintendo Switch logo on it. Why? My prediction. I'll tell you why. My prediction is that that's going to be the speedrunner shirt. That's the shirt that you wear while you're doing speedruns. 
that's goofy, that's dumb. Yeah. It, it, but it breaks immersion. I don't understand. That's that's the thing, and and you don't you don't have to put it on. But with with sharing and videos out there, I don't want to watch Link with a with that T-shirt on, and it's going to be out there. You know, it'd be cooler than mm. a T-shirt. Mm. It'd be really cooler than a T-shirt. A T-shirt. How about for uh, me? Well, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. But you know, it'd be even cooler if you want to do something in game. Shield. So the shield. You can change out, or you can you can buy instead of buying the Hylian shield, you yeah. can buy the Switch shield, and then you have a Hylian version of the of the Switch logo. <laughs> That'd be funny, right? Yeah. Because you know what, I would use that. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, but you know what? That's that's, that's not what they did. That would that would keep your immersion. You'd be like, hey, the, we've we've got the we've got this shield. Like you have a shop owner, and he's like, right. he's like, we got this new weird one in here, but it's kind of cool. Like make it funny, make yeah. it, I mean, because that way we know what it is, but it still makes sense with 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 Zelda. Because if I walked, if I walked into a new town, right, mm -hmm. and uh, and as I walk into Kakariko Village, right, mm -hmm. or the whatever it's called in there, if they have a Starbucks there, I'm gonna be mad. Or Coleman uh, Tent, what was it called? Coleman? Yeah, Coleman 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 Tent, Tent Coleman Tents and Cup of Noodles for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. That so, breaks immersion. To me, I think that Final Fantasy, I, I don't I don't even think it's acceptable, but I'd say if you're giving me the two, that one's at least a little bit more acceptable because you're like, okay, they already have some kind of modern technology. Yeah. But what the heck is he doing wearing a Nintendo, Nintendo Switch? Does Nintendo exist in, in Zelda? And yeah, it's, now do we discuss whether or not Zelda is a, a post-apocalyptic timeline of ours? <laughs> just, no! Yeah. No, don't open up that can of worms. So... Um, the, the two things that I would ask people to remember with regards to this DLC is, first of all, you don't have to buy it yet. Correct. So don't don't Wait. say, well, we don't know what it is. We don't want to pay for it. Some companies, Bethesda yep. and uh, with, with Batman, they made you buy it, and then they bumped up the price. It's, nah. Anyway, so you don't have to buy it yet. Yep. And then the second thing I would encourage people to remember is Mario Kart 8's DLC was amazing they charge you like eight dollars for three three new yeah. sets of courses yeah. and those courses were phenomenal yeah like almost almost doubled the size of the single player game yeah. and yeah that was that was eight dollars i believe that in this twenty dollar dlc yeah I, I know that some people have to budget we we are in a in a place of privilege we get a pretty good budget to to pretty mess around good, with yeah. games and we get to play more um but Part of the part of the thing that I wanted to to do with this show is talk to people who have a more limited budget, yeah. like I used to. I, I I have done gaming on a very finite budget, and if this twenty dollars is something that you can't afford, wait, and that's okay. Wait, but I believe that the value that they bring will probably be worth it in the end. I'll agree. You have to remember, uh, say what you want about Nintendo, and and, and people, if, if you're an Xbox or a PlayStation fanboy, you at least have to give it up to Nintendo's first-party games being quality. Because Splatoon, even people who don't like that kind of stuff, if they've played it, they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Donkey, everyone who, even if you're a hardcore gamer of those there's a specific Nintendo game that you know you like. It might be Donkey Kong. It yeah. might be Metroid. It may be, it may be Zelda. There's certain people that I know that they don't play Nintendo games. New Zelda comes out, they're playing Zelda. I mean, they may yeah. buy the console, play that, and then sell the console. I mean, it, yeah. one way or another, they'll get their hands on it. Yeah. So, I think that I, I trust that it's going to be good. I'll probably uh, end up grabbing it uh, as soon as possible just because I, w I don't want to forget. But I will say, like you mentioned, you can wait. This isn't a scenario like they've had with some other uh, publishers where they say, uh, buy it now at a discount or buy it now and it's cheaper than buying the packs, right? Because yeah. there's no individual packs. Right. You pay 20 bucks now or you pay $20 later. It's Nintendo. The price is going to stay the same for for years. So, <laughs> so yep. pay 20 No bucks. discount for you. So if you if you could wait, hear the reviews come out, and go, oh, that sounds great. I may get it when I'm done with the game. You know, yeah. you've got time, and you don't have to worry about... Best case scenario is they may... You know, you may get it a year and a half from, from when it launches, and it may be discounted. Yeah. Probably won't be, but like you said, you don't have to. Yeah. 
So. So what you do have to do and should do is go back and play Rocket League. Everyone should play Rocket League. If you haven't played Rocket League, uh, I know we we for quite a while gushed about this game. But this is a great example of a, a game being This game combines the two and makes it fun, even if you're not good. Then, you know, you should have a good one. So, the news is that this week came out that they're working on the PlayStation 4 Pro. You'll have a 60 frames, 1080 version, which all PC people are saying, yeah, we know you have it. Yeah, we know you have it. So there's uh, a couple new cars, like they put in Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably grab those whenever it, whenever it pops up. But yeah, this is this is more pro support. Yeah, keep it on pushing. Uh, next up, we have a, an update on Konami. Um, Konami, most for the most part, kind of stepped out of of uh, big game publishing, and they're working on the Pachinko machines, and then health clubs and things that we don't necessarily see stateside but uh their financials have come out and they're doing extremely well and yep and it's sad that they're doing well because um as as the former audience for konami as the former uh customers of konami we kind of don't want them to do well because they're going away from what we love yeah but um, how they're doing it. But at the at the same time, on on the other side of that coin, yeah. is if this is how they're going to approach games and gaming, yeah, I'm okay with them going away. Go away and do this. This is yeah, the, this is the mobile gaming that they've been that they've been doing. We kept talking about pachinko machines are making money on that as well. Yeah. But mobile gaming, and again, mobile games does not mean porting Metal Gear to mobile. It means mobile centric microtransaction. Um, casual fun. Yeah, there, there's a market there. You, you go whale hunting. We'll stay over here and play real games. We're gonna, we're gonna play real games. Uh, not the Metal Gear game that's coming out. Nope. We're gonna play real games. We're gonna wait, uh, and we're gonna put our money towards the new uh, Kojima game. Yep. Uh, here, they're trying to grab whales. Where, if you did it right, you could be making so much more money. Because, like, we were talking about complaining about too many games coming out. We're complaining about too many games coming out because we don't have enough time to play the games that we're buying. <laughs> we're still throwing money okay? at them. <laughs> we're still throwing money at these games. We just don't have time to, to play them as much as we'd like. Yeah. So if you, ha you have a huge uh, group of people who are doing this, and uh, Colin Moriarty did a great breakdown of this. I don't know if you saw the Colin. Colin is right uh, this past week. Of course you did. Colin talking about how mobile gaming destroy has destroyed the economy of gaming in general. Yeah. Because it's gotten people used to, and I'm I'm totally summarizing what he did, but it's gotten people used to let's make something cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Let's put microtransactions into it and try to make money that way. Yeah. And the amount of money that you're making. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers because he went over the figures in it, but the amount of, of percentage of people that are putting in money, yeah. the percentage of sales, I think it was like 50 or 60% of sales are coming from like 0.8%. 0.018 yeah. of, the, of the potential audience. People with smart devices um, account for 48% of sales. That's, that is atrocious. Yeah. And that also means that people who are developing games for these systems, okay, we, we, we talk a lot of crap about mobile games in general because most of them are like this. There is a game for Android called Sector Strike. 
and that game uh when it released i i went through and beat it all without uh any microtransactions at all um and then after you finish the the 50 levels or whatever then you go back and enemies get harder it takes more hits yeah. or whatever and like you upgrade your ship and it's kind of a gradius style um and it actually works surprisingly well on a on a touch screen and i appreciated that yeah so i beat the game and then i threw a couple bucks out and like bought the dollar three dollar or whatever but what they what they had in there was was a an ethical system that was not designed to screw me over yeah. but designed in a way that i could i could grind at a reasonable pace mm -hmm. and receive rewards at a reasonable pace sure but that's not what those are not the ones that get pushed to the forefront of no. stores because paywalls. because because <laughs> Apple because Apple and Google are also earning money every time there's microtransactions and so it's easier for them to just crap out a ton of games yeah. and just not even worry about content because they don't care yeah it doesn't matter to them and this is why this is why I buy games that I don't know if I'll get to play because I want to support those developers. Yeah. I want to support ethical game development, mm -hmm. and I will continue to do so. It's it's an art. Uh, uh, games are art, mm -hmm. and um, and it takes money to do it right. Yeah, and it's it's harder. It's more difficult to do that than to than to create a gotcha system. Cheap means now cheap art. If an artist is trying to do something cheap, that's fine. But uh, mainstream cheap art is cheap not only in price but in quality and yeah. it's the same thing when it comes to a lot of mobile i've got mobile games that i've been playing on here uh, on my on my uh, iphone fight uh it's few and far between because one i gotta weed through all the crap and two uh most of them have that type of structure which is yeah. not conducive at all um, <laughs> to anything good in life other than trying to hook people and make them pay money and I don't get, I don't buy into that. Like you said, I will throw money at something when I'm like, okay, this developer's great. I'm gonna send some. Give, to me, that's me kind of donating, saying, you know what, like you, like your style. Here's some yeah. cash. I got something in, in return or whatever. Uh, certain games like, you know, uh, I liked uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Uh, Gen mm -hmm. 2 is out by the way. Uh, and I've spent, you know, some money on that. Not a ton, but I spent some money thinking, well. I'm playing this a lot, and it's a free game. Yeah. If it wasn't free, I would have had to pay for for the, all the enjoyment. It's yeah. you know, it's my way of giving back. So, yeah, mobile game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Other things that suck. Yeah. Uh, for some people, uh, Tandem Cannon was was one of the ones that complained, and we we had a little bit of back and forth about this. But uh, PlayStation Now is is moving starting in August to focusing on PlayStation Four and PC exclusively. They're they're cutting out the the Vita, the Bravia TVs. I still don't know how that was supposed to work. Um, uh, PlayStation Now and PlayStation Three. Yeah. Um, the only one of those that that really surprises me is. Uh, the only one of those that, that really surprises me that they dropped is PS3 because that that did have a huge user base to, to mess around with. Yeah, it, it did. Um, to me, I heard this news and I thought about freaking time. Uh, with everything that Xbox has been doing for how long have we been doing this show? Year and a half. We start the show talking about backwards compatible games. These are great games that people could be playing. So, to give you a subscription service like PlayStation Now mm -hmm. and to put it on the on PS4 to allow you to play the PS3 games. That that's cool. just a given. That's perfect. Play PS3 games, play PS2 games to to be able to play these and enjoy these games uh, and give a a stream of money into Sony. It, it's great, and I think it should have came over a year or two ago, honestly. I think it should, I, I don't know why it didn't. I think it should have come over a year or two ago where we uh, to the PlayStation 4. It's been on PlayStation 4. It's been on PlayStation 4 since launch. Huh? They're the only thing that oh, they're doing is cutting out the old cutting systems. Out. I thought I thought it came out last year to PlayStation 4. No, it came out last year to PC. Oh, that's where I got confused. It's okay, Patrick. 
Well, I'm, I'll glad, handle the news. I'm glad they're concentrating on that. It, it, that is good, and I think that that will probably allow them to to focus the servers because when you have fewer mm-hmm. interfaces that you're working with, because yeah. the, the architecture of PC and PlayStation 4 are more similar, mm-hmm. and so I think it will enable to them to streamline their services better to cater to those two particular I completely markets. Agree. I completely agree. So, I got confused there. And, and like I said, they're, they're not actually rolling this out until August, so you have plenty of time to to upgrade to move to the next system but uh this is this is looking forward with their backwards compatibility yeah so yeah that's a that's a thing that i thought you might need to know yeah um and then the last little bit of news that we have is from activision's financials which that's a weird way to get news but that's 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 how we're getting a lot of news lately yeah uh particularly from activision and ea because they're they're wanting to tell what's coming up in a vague general sense um and so the the two things that they said probably the 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 one that i'm more excited about is uh them talking about destiny 2 yes they they have gone silent on that for a long time and basically all they said is the destiny 2 is still planning to be released in this in 2017 calendar year um the main thing that excites me about this is destiny was is a, a borderline MMO. It's like you you influence the world, but yeah. there's, there's missions and you're doing it. You're playing with other people all the time. Yeah. And the PlayStation 3 was not really, and the Xbox 360 were not really designed for that. And when Destiny launched, it was a PlayStation 3 game that was also on PS4. This will enable them to have full on use the capabilities mm-hmm. of the new systems. I, I hope it comes to PC though. I I, I really hope yeah. that they that they uh, allow PC users to play Destiny 2 because um, there there are some people who play just this mm-hmm. and yeah. And and Destiny is a great property that I like you said I think should come to PC. It's also a great property that um, you always have the PC versus console debate when it comes to um, when it comes to accuracy, mm-hmm. mouse and keyboard versus a controller yeah. uh, with a first-person shooter. Mouse and keyboard is is better; it's more accurate. Yeah. But you have a you have a scenario here where both of them, can, both environments, can enjoy the game together, and you're not going to you're not going to be a situation where people feel cheap cheapened out because uh, you know they can't get as high score or whatever. Sure, you're going to have people who try to chase well, I mean, them, but well, there's also there's the PVP aspect. Those those ecosystems need to be kept separate. Yeah, but but the majority of uh, of Destiny is the raiding is PVE, and, yeah. and PVE. And to me, to have a PC gamer jump in there, you know, okay, they may get a little bit more kills than you. Okay, but you still had fun. Yeah, and and you still you still complain. get the rewards, and that's fine. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. And uh, it is kind of surprising because initially they said Destiny, here's a 10 year plan that got leaked. That's not how you're really supposed to have that information come out but yeah so i'm i'm curious we're still waiting to see um because we're within a year of its release because activision activision doesn't delay stuff yeah like they their the call of duty comes out on time every year yeah um and speaking of call of duty moving over to that they said that uh the the reaction to infinite warfare Yes. was was not as was not as positive and that it didn't resonate with people as well yeah um if you, if you can't hear the air quotes there <laughs> and so they they were not as happy and some people have said that uh this is a reaction to how well battlefield did yeah well i mean they've been on a three-year cycle for the past three years sledgehammer yeah. has been working on whatever call of duty is coming out this year for a lot longer than that and you even even if they they did it at launch yeah that would mean that uh activision had been working or sledgehammer rather had been working on this game for a year so i don't think it's so much a reaction i think it's more of a of a deep impact slash armageddon movies coming out they at the just same happened time. To, yeah yeah it's, it's paul blart and uh observing report whatever it was i don't know i hear paul blart and then my brain just feeds me <laughs> gibberish until it goes away um but yeah so so they're saying that it's going to go back to its roots i'm curious what that means because uh call of duty was in in competition with 
uh, what was it? Me- no, Medal of, Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor, yeah. Yeah, Medal of Honor was was the king until Call of Duty came along. But Modern Warfare yeah. is really when it just leapt to the front. Yeah. And so back to its roots could mean back to World War II, could mean back to... <laughs> It has a lot of roots. Yeah, it's not going to be Star Wars, and it's not going to be Call of Duty Star Wars anymore, though. Right, and and so so we'll we'll see we'll see what that means. Yeah. Because back to its roots is a very interpretive term, um, but I think that at the very least it'll come closer to our current time. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe the same number of years opposite. Your, I don't know. Maybe Vietnam. maybe they'll go to Vietnam. Well, they did. For, they did. They did for uh, some of the segments of Black Ops One and Two. Yep. Uh, Black Ops Three, not so much. They haven't done Korean War, have they? I don't believe so. They haven't done the Revolutionary War either. No, I don't want to see that. But I'm not the market, so yeah. We we buy a lot of games, but we generally don't go, buy Call of Duty. We will Civil red War? box that crap. Civil War, maybe. Uh, no, because with with the you still it's still gonna be too slow. Well, that and the fact that you're gonna have. I mean, if you're going to be historically accurate, you need to have 47% of your NPCs never fire a shot. That's, that's going to be a problem. That's true. <laughs> so that's the news we've got for this week. Uh, let us know if we missed any or which news bits you're excited about. Tell us how you feel about the Zelda DLC. Yeah. And Do you uh, love it? Do you hate it? Let us know. Do you want the Nintendo Switch shirt so that you can wear it next to Zelda? And will you downvote any video that has Zelda wearing it that has Link? Wow. I may be tired. That has Link wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. And we will see you next week. Bye.